being able to adapt and learn something new. That's something that really excites me. And another thing is, I mean, I love helping people. So I wanted to serve in the finance industry and it's going through that sucky amount of hours to help somebody achieve their financial goals. I mean, that's really is just trying to help others while I pursue my dream as well. I think that's just like the ultimate American dream is being able to accomplish your goals while helping others as well. Hey, everybody, I'm your host, Robert Woods, and thanks for listening to the Night's Tale podcast, where we dig into the tips, tools, tactics, and mindsets required for veterans to make a smooth transition out of the military. The goal here is to provide a space for some truly inspirational, top-notch veterans to tell their stories, amplify the narrative that the military has some of the most incredible people for any career field, and inspire the next generation of transitioning veterans to know that whatever your professional goal is, you can do it. We're also building a bridge between amazing veterans and the businesses that wish to work with them. So today we have a special guest whose name is Zachary Smith. Zach is currently working as a wealth management intern at Morgan Stanley and is on his way to being a part of their early insight program, which he'll tell you more about. During our talk, I noticed that Zach is laser focused, determined and thoughtful about the execution of his goals. If you're searching for a strategy to figure out exactly how to break into the financial industry in front office or back office roles, Zach uncovers some strategies that have been proven for him as he works his way into a very, very bright future on Wall Street. I hope you enjoy this awesome interview with Zachary Smith. Zach, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like you said, I'm Zach Smith. I grew up in Pensacola, Florida. I was involved in sports since I was three years old, playing football, baseball, and soccer, things like that. And as I had been working in small teams throughout my whole life consistently, had a full schedule, I wanted to be a part of another small team after high school. So I decided to utilize my athletic ability to serve in the U.S. Army. I was an infantryman for a few years, eventually being hand-selected to be in a seven-man security detail for a variety of people including a former president of the United States. Having a sense of fulfillment for my military service, I decided to discharge. Being that I am most productive when I feel my back is against the wall, a few veterans and my ACP mentor suggested I would be a good fit for investment banking. As I started school, a CEO of a uh, staffing and HR company told me he was looking to double his revenue in a five-year span. I thought that was pretty ridiculous, but you know, I decided to do an accounting internship with him my freshman year, and that lasted about seven months. He's growing it pretty well last I talked to him. Since there's not a lot of investment banking internships available in my area, I've opted to work for Morgan Stanley in a private wealth management office until I get an investment banking internship. Right now, I've had multiple interviews for investment banking and at Bulge Banks in New York City as well. And I recently just got selected for the Morgan Stanley Early Insight Program. So I'll leave for that program tomorrow morning. Really excited for that. It'll be a cool experience. Other than that, I'm just kind of doing my own thing with my current university and this internship with Morgan Stanley and, you know, waiting to take it to the next level. Right. Tell us a little bit about that Early Insight Program. Essentially, what they do, Morgan Stanley and really all the bulge bracket banks, they use it to try to lock down future talent. So it's for freshmen and sophomores. It's something that I would recommend all veterans doing because, you know, everyone's not going to really have that finance background and experience. 
applying to these positions. And with you having a military background, you really stand out. So I highly recommend all veterans to apply to that. With that being said, it's utilized to lock down what the bank think is going to be future talent for that junior, that main internship, your junior year. So they're trying to go ahead and bring out that future talent and go ahead and try to lock them in and get them interested in the bank and hope they come back for that junior year. Right. And so how many people are going to be in your program? I was told that there was like between 2,000 and 5,000 applicants and they chose 100 people. So it's roughly about like two to 5% acceptance rate. <laughs> right. Only the top notch talent. So how many of those do you think are veterans? Like I'm sure you met a couple of other veterans too, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. So I've reached out to other people that have been in that program and the veterans do have a strong presence. Like I said, I mean, you're bringing in experience that all other applicants really don't have. So you're kind of like hands down the best qualified person in that applicant pool. Right. So it sounds like you really did your thing in terms of really knocking it out of the park with your current job. And you took that opportunity and it kind of you use it as a ladder to get to the next step. Can you talk a little bit about like the day to day and how you were able to support your team at Morgan Stanley? So essentially what I do is I'm working right under the managing director alongside the financial advisors. Uh, with it being a small team, I get more exposure to the deals that I thought I ever would have. I mean, they start off slow. So they give you the you know little tedious, annoying stuff to fill in on Excel. Make sure that you're kind of squared away and used to plugging information in. You know, you start getting a little more extension. And you get to talk and interact with more of the uh, clients that they're with. You're calling them up, seeing what's going on with updated information. And you're helping make some models to expose to the clients. And that's where I'm at right now. Right. So can you talk a little bit about the amount of time as in like maybe the hours that you would have to spend to get used to Excel? Or was that something that you were already relatively familiar with from school? I would say from school and my accounting internship. So the accounting internship really prepared me for the, I guess, computer integrated skills. So what I was doing there was I was looking up companies. So companies would apply for workers' compensation, just these smaller companies. And what I would do is I would research that company. I would research similar companies that have the same industry, the same amount of workers, you know, the same amount of revenue and things of that sort. And I would see what their workers' comp is and what similar companies are paying for it. And I would determine how much their workers' comp is. So I was fiddling around with the computer consistently. And that really propelled my knowledge and skill set for Excel and PowerPoint and just kind of, I guess, becoming more familiar with research analysis. But I would say that is very basic when it comes to private wealth, at least. But I will say that the uh, investment banking side of things is going to be much more in an extreme. Yeah. So I'm glad you mentioned that. So when you, as you're ramping up and getting ready for this IB lifestyle, what kind of tools are you using to get ready for that? Breaking into Wall Street or anything like that? I'm using a program right now called My Edemi. It's not really known, but it's like $6 and it gives you like hundreds of hours of information on how to study for investment banking and it walks you through everything about it. So you can get a clear understanding of what you're talking about, what you need to know and you know what you can expect. And another thing I do as well is through my network. And there's another reason networking is so essential. I have a buddy at Vanderbilt University and he's taking an MBA program right now. And he's been giving me slideshows of, of his MBA program for all investment banking. 
So as they go through the investment banking, they, he's giving me the slideshows. And it's, I mean, it is a massive amount. And I get to learn everything that the Vanderbilt MBA students, the future associates are learning right now. So it's really helping me prepare for that. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. And I know that part of what contributed to your success was your level of determination and persistence. On that last call that we had, you mentioned that you had a certain amount of interviews or meetings before you landed this Morgan Stanley job. How many meetings was it and what was that experience like? Oh, yeah. I can't even tell you how many interviews. I would say at least 40 because I've gone through interviews with boutique banks and uh, just, oh man, I don't even know. It's a lot. And um, I was really nervous my first time and clearly not prepared. Preparation reflect your confidence as well. So that's very key. And my first one was very bad, but I do get given a lot, I think, tougher interview questions from being at a school that nobody's heard of. I had a Deutsche Bank interview and at the end, the guy told me, you know, that he had it a lot tougher on me than, you know, these kids from Ross or Columbia and, you know, all these other known schools. And I remember a specific question he asked, it was, what is the cross price of the Kiwi? And I was like, what? (laughs) <laughs> I'm just supposed to be like a Google app right now. Yeah. <laughs> but as you go along with interviews, you kind of get accustomed to them, you know, like with everything in life, your first day of processing in the military is going to be extremely difficult. Not because it's just asking a lot from you. It's just an unknown thing that you're doing. You know, you're having to stand up everywhere. You might not have been able to sleep for like 36 hours. You're away from family. You know, it's tough. It's the same thing with everything in life. As you get more accustomed to things, it's more relaxing. You just get more confident. So I think even having mock interviews is a way to build that confidence and get accustomed to, I guess, almost the uh, persona that interview is going to give you. Right. So you mentioned thriving in small teams and things like that. So I I can imagine that you had a lot of summers where you spent time practicing your skill. Do you think that contributed to the way that you approached the whole interview process? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And that's kind of like my personality. Like I said, I like to work against the wall. So I kind of like, you know, I'm going to study for a test periodically. But when it comes to like two or three days before, I'm really going to jam into it. When I know I have a set date for an interview, which throughout this fall has been, I would say, at least every two weeks. What I was doing, I was calling up guys that I was close to that was really helping me in mentorship to get into investment banking. And they're already there. They know what they want to see and they would tell me what I want and we would cram together through technical questions. You know, That's something that I liked was working with about three or four guys from Columbia University. And they're just an awesome set of guys that, I mean, no matter what they're doing, they're always setting their stuff aside. But I know they have like negative 24 hours in a day. So they're awesome for that. Right. Do you think their influence had anything to do with you applying to Columbia? And by the way, are you applying to CBS, to business school or like another program? No, I'm going to be applying to the undergrad. I'm a sophomore right now. So I plan to transfer just to another undergrad to get their OCR, a little bit of their campus recruitment because I don't have any right now. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. But yeah, absolutely. These guys definitely had a direct impact. Like I said, through my ACP mentor, he's a managing director at UBS and veterans at these other schools I, I kind of derived to get to. And uh, they really recommended that I look into investment banking when I got out of the Army. And ever since I did, you know, I just kind of fell in love with it. And they definitely had a direct impact for sure. 
you talked about the competition. What are some other aspects of why you think you're or why you know you're a great fit for IB? Well, I'm a quick learner and investment banking, it provides a steep learning curve. That's something I look forward to on a day-to-day basis, being able to adapt and learn something new. That's something that really excites me. And another thing is being able to, like, as a Christian, as an American, and I mean, I love helping people. So I wanted to serve in the finance industry. And it's going through that sucky amount of hours to help somebody achieve their financial goals. I mean, that's really is just trying to help others while I pursue my dream as well. I think that's just like the ultimate American dream is being able to accomplish your goals while helping others as well. You know, it's funny because a lot of these skills, I'm sure you didn't have all of them when you sought out to be in this industry, right? You're continuously, uh, you know, seeking better ways to better yourself to bring value to other people. And I just think that's, that's awesome. And I think one thing is that a lot of us like shy away from big opportunities like this because we think we can't do it or we think we might not meet the people. Jump into it. Zach jumped into it like head first (laughs) and now he's now he's killing it. There's a guy that used to be at Barclays. He was in the US department and then went to Europe department. And I mean this guy was he told me he had made millions and millions a year, went off to make his own company. And he took a chance, you know, <laughs> like he created his own company and ended up making like double, double what he's making at Barclays. Yeah. I mean, he said the same thing. He's learning new things every day, whether it's in banking or his new business, which is like a hedge fund. This guy is killing it as well. So yeah, I mean, every day you're going to be learning something new. You got to adapt. So that's the name of the game. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so you mentioned using ACP to kind of guide you to where you are now. Any other organizations that helped out? Oh, yeah, for sure. So the first one that I used was service to school. As soon as I got out of the army, that was really what I used and connected with my ambassador. You know, he's going into the same field. He's going to the same school and he's going to do the same career route. So this guy has just like paved the road for me and just marking the lines on where I need to go. They'll help you immensely. I mean, there's a guy there that really... if. He hasn't done it for me, but if you if you have the right qualifications, he can put you in whatever school you want to get to. So I absolutely suggest going to service school. And where's service to school located? I don't even know the headquarters, but you can just go online, Google service to school, just apply online and they'll get right back with you and connect you with an ambassador, which is another veteran that's already at a prestigious school, usually the one that you want to go to. And they'll kind of give you the inside out of how to get there. Right. And I just asked that because I know somebody that went to Columbia, but they went to service to school at Princeton or Harvard or something like that. But I I think like just being in the mix of uh, those people, like well, like minded people in general is always a good opportunity. Oh, okay. So what what kind of schools are connected to a service to school? Is that what you're asking? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, literally like every top school is ridiculous. I mean, they do for undergrad, they'll do MBA and all different kinds of professional programs. So it's definitely advantageous if you're a military veteran to get on that. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. So we talked all this business stuff. We know that Zach Smith is just a beast at everything <laughs> he does. <laughs> so what do, what do you do when you're, when you're not at work or school, man? Yeah, so uh, spend time with family. I have a newborn son. He's two weeks old. I have a Congratulations. 
Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every chance I get when I'm not studying, working, I'm definitely spending time with them. That's kind of my priority right now. That's what I'm working for. So I can't forget them. But other than that, I mean, I, I love going on long runs. You know, I still got that army mindset. Volunteering with a with a local church I'm with for underprivileged, and you know, I watch sports like all the time. You know, anybody wants to catch up with me and chat, it doesn't have to be about business. We can talk football, <laughs> basketball. Yeah. <you know? laughs> Right, right. That is awesome, man. Zach, I really appreciate you for being on the podcast. You really dropped a lot of knowledge. I'm really looking forward to seeing what you do next year, you know, because I'm sure it's going to be some great things. Oh, yeah, I'm excited, too. I'm hoping it will be. Absolutely. Well, um, Zach Smith, thanks for being on the Night's Tale podcast. We'll talk to you soon, man. All right, man. Take care.